family. Great to see everyone this morning, our guests. Thank you so much for being here today. We are, uh, appreciate you being a part of our assembly and want you to invite you back anytime you have a chance. Uh, make sure you come back and, and visit with us. We have several of our uh, normal crowd out today. It's uh, school is starting. Oh, sorry for bringing that up. Uh, but a lot of people are out enjoying um, some things right here at the end of the year before they have to start that school thing again. Uh, but uh, it is great to see all of you. And if you are guests, so you're, you're, maybe you are doing that also uh, because you're getting ready to start school wherever you're from too. So, uh, But it is good to see everyone this morning. I tell you, it's nice to be with family, nice to be with people that understand how you think. And I uh, now, <laughs> I hope you all understand <laughs> My thinking's a little bit crazy sometimes, but you know what I mean when I, think, when I talk about the, the way that I think. You see, our thinking is a little different. Uh, the way that we conduct ourselves, it's, it's a little bit strange compared to those that do not know Christ uh, because they have a different goal than we do. Uh, our goals are eternal. Our goals go beyond uh, what is found in this life. And because of that, uh, we don't put a lot of effort and a lot of uh, focus on things that are temporary. And um, a lot of people around us do. And because of that, it kind of sets you apart, makes you a little different. But when you get together with brothers and sisters, we understand that. We understand where we're coming from when we talk about that. So uh, this morning, I just appreciate being here with you, uh, like-minded people just trying to serve our Lord. This morning, I'm going to talk about some things, brothers and sisters, Christian people, um, that are encouraging, but they're also a little challenging. And of course, that's what we, you know, what I try to uh, talk about every Sunday, but this is mostly found in 1 John chapter 1, okay? So you guys can turn over there, and that's where we're going to begin. If you saw this or heard this, someone said to you, hey, did you get the message? I asked Teresa this morning, hey, did you get the message? Because I was thinking about this lesson, you know. And you know what she said? It's what we all say. Hey, did you get the message? What do you say? What message? What are you talking about? You know, because that's, that's the normal thing. Well, and, 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 it's, and it's something that hits you. You're like, oh, no. Or maybe you don't, uh, but because I have such a great memory, all right, uh, some people say, did you get the message? And I'm like, well, maybe I did and I've forgotten, you know, because that's pretty normal for me to do that, all right? So I'm thinking, oh, no, what did I miss? Because someone has given me a message and somehow I, either I didn't get it or I got it and I've already forgotten it, okay? Which, either one of those things are good. So I got to thinking this morning, if you heard those words, hey, did you get the message? There's things that come to our mind immediately, and hopefully the thing is, well, we've missed something, something. We need to get that. We need to have that message because evidently at least somebody thought it was important enough to, give the, to send the message to me or try to get the message to me. Well, here's that situation in 1 John chapter 1, all right, John says in verse 5, this is the message. It's the message we have heard, and it's the message we declare to you. Wouldn't you like for an apostle of the Lord, all right, one of the writers of the New Testament to say, hey, did you get my message, all right? And you say, well, what message? And he say, well, it's the message that I heard and that I declared to you, all right? Oh, you mean that message? Here's the good news. Here's the message, all right, that John wants us to get, and that is God is light. God is light. That's the message I want you to get, that God is light. Now, if you guys are Bible students and you read a lot of the Bible, what you know is when you think about John, there's a couple of things that come to my mind every time I think about John and his writings. Now, I'm, I'm of course, referring to 
the, the Gospel John. I'm also referring to 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, okay? Things he talks about a lot. One is, John talks a lot about love. And if you read through his, his writings, he, he focuses on that quite a bit, okay? But another, slightly under that, all right? But another one of his subjects that he deals with a lot is light. He talks about light a lot. Now, of course, we live in a world where uh, light's not that big a deal. Even in the darkest time, you can walk outside in Salem, Missouri, and there's light. All right? uh, if you live in, in St. Louis, Missouri, I don't think it ever gets dark. Or at least you can't tell it does because there's lights everywhere. Okay, Because everything is all lit up. But if you can imagine a world where there was no street lights, no electricity, okay, and darkness was the, uh, well, I mean, as you might imagine, darkness was the time when bad things happened, all right? When people did their things that they didn't want anybody to see. As a matter of fact, you would read John talking about that. If you want to read the Gospel of John, he actually deals with the idea that people that do these evil deeds, they don't want the light because the light exposes their evil deeds, he talks about how that light is, is something that is, is opposite of what God wants. He talks about the light that came into the world. You remember that part? And light came into the world and the darkness couldn't comprehend it. In other words, this, John deals with this a lot, this idea of light versus darkness. And here in 1 John chapter 1, he's also dealing with that. The idea that there is a difference between light and darkness. And that's why he starts out saying, this is the message. And the great stuff is, is that God is light. Now, that's the message. That's what he wanted us to know, okay? But then he describes it or explains it about God, but he also explains how that applies to you and I, because he goes on to say, in him there is no darkness at all. No darkness at all. Now, remember that we're talking about John who looks at darkness as sinful, when sinful things happen, things that are against God, are those when, when that's happening. So when he says God is light and in him there is no darkness at all, we're starting to see the idea, well, John's trying to get us to see that God is perfect, that God is total, and we'll go on to read it here in a minute, God is total truth. There's no deceiving, there's no holding back, he's not got something that he's, that he's not telling you. I mean, God is total truth total light, and in him there is no deceiving, no darkness whatsoever. Now that's going to come into play, because in a minute we're going to, well, let's go ahead and read it, because he goes on to say, 